God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. We can go on with this on and on and on. So good to see you. Uh, but what I want to share this afternoon is not, I think this is not my normal kind of messages. My message is usually about let's do this, do this, let's go and, and it's about let's go and get something, do that kind of message. And today's message is a little uh, uh, different from what I usually come out with. As a pastor, as, a, as I teach the Word of God, one of the things I find myself is that I often speak a lot about our efforts to follow Christ, our need, our devotion that is needed for us to follow God. And often, for me personally, I feel like I uh, uh, am weak on the side, reminding of God's grace and mercy, how good he is, how awesome God is. Let's come to God in prayer. Father, we come this afternoon. We thank you for the sunshine. We thank you for the rain. We thank you in every circumstance because you are good. And your grace, your mercy is new every day, every morning. So we come this day, God. We come before you. We lift our eyes to the mountain from where does, from where does our help come. Our help comes from you. We look to your God. Today we ask as we come before you that you will speak to us. We want more than nice teaching. We want you yourself being with us, meeting with us, encountering us, God. We may walk with you. We may love you, fall in love with you. We may draw near closer to you, God. So come, Lord. I ask you to put your words into my mouth. We give you glory, God, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen. Amen. Part of today's message is, come unto me. And I've been looking, you know, one of the things I do as part, part of preparing for the uh, message is, I do a lot of Google search. You know, and, and that's one of the pics I found. There's not that many good ones out there. Anyhow, today's text, title is, come to me. Text is really something, the passage we really know well. I think most of us may even have memorized, probably even sang these verses. Matthew 11, verse 28 through 30. Let me just read it. Uh, I'm going to read it in two different versions. I'm going to read it in my favorite translation first, NASB, and then I'll read from tastier version after that. Okay? Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. And I am, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now here's a tastier version. Are you tired? Worn out, burnt out on religion. Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. 
I will show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Now, this is very difficult. I'm a fob, and my walk and work does not that sound the same. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the the unforced rhythms of grace. I like that. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you will learn to live freely and lightly. We live in a broken world, don't we? More than anything else, this COVID-19 pandemic season has been not restful. We are probably more busier than usual. Our boundaries has been uh, fudged in any way, and there's no more division of work or home. And as everything is merged into one, and we live in a lot of weariness. In midst of this situation, in midst of these times, in season, our God says, are you tired? I am tired. I realize I'm tired than usual. You know, uh, this, you know, this pandemic season, I think, made our lives filled with meetings. Meetings after meetings. I hate these Zoom meetings. I like to see people, touch people. This Zoom thingy does not work well for me. Okay? I'm a touchy guy, and this really not doing good to my soul. Are you worn out? Are you worn out? Weary and heavy laden are you? Let me be honest. We believe in miracles. Amen? We believe in miracles. We believe that God's power and God's work didn't end in early, says early centuries of early church. It is God still moves and works. But if we are honest, we will say the miracles are far rare and small in number in midst of all the things that is going around. We wanted to see more of them. We do want to see more of them. But this, that's, why these, that's why these are miracles. They are not as many as we like them to be. And without miracles, I, our lives will be hopeless, dark world, no hope out of the things. Our world is filled with things. We are living in a decaying world. Things are getting, we can, we can debate about it, things are not always getting better. More corrupt, definitely. More evil, definitely. More violent, Absolutely. So where do we find rest in these in this times? Our Lord Jesus says, He didn't say, come to church. He said, come to me. Not to religion, come to me. Come to me. That our peace and rest is in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ. What does it mean to come to Jesus? What does it mean? Come, when he says come to me, what, does he, what is he saying? 
believe in who he, claim, who he claims to be. And therefore, you believe that he is able to do for you what, is, what he, he said he would do. Believe in who he claimed who he is and what he can do. Come to me. Jesus says, come. Jesus calls us, come to me. I will give you rest. Tired and weary, come to me. The word is, I will give you rest. Right? I will give you, I will give you rest. Not, 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 you will have rest down the line. No, not, not you can, but you, I will give you rest. That is our God. That is our Lord. He invites us to come. He invites us to come. Then if you look at it, then he says something very interesting. This is really not moving, you know, uh, uh, it's sort of lagging. You know, I am an impatient guy. It's not moving fast enough. I like to kick in one of these days. I will give you rest, right? And I love what is, and often, you know, when you read God's word, when you read a, a sentence like, the, I will give you rest, is it, I will give you rest? I will give you rest. I will give you rest. Oh, I'll give you rest. And where we put emphasis, right? It changes a little bit. There's nuance in it. I believe that word is, I will give you rest. He is able to give us rest. I love the song we sang, one of the praise we sang. He is way maker. He is way maker. He makes ways where there is no way. That is our God. He invites us to come. Then he says something very interesting. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I don't know. I'm tired. I'm weary. And you want me to put a yoke on me? Now, this is where the new translations doesn't help me that much. No. Anyway, um, I need to go back to the verses. Let me go back to the verse. Take my yoke upon, take my yoke upon you, he says, and learn from me. I'm already tired and weary. You say, come to me, and you tell me to put a yoke on me. That most of us have, most of us probably have never seen a yoke. Yoke is something you put when when you. You know, I, I I don't I don't think they use it now. Olden days when they plow the ground with oxen. You know, ox, you know, I guess, you know, oxen, oxen, right? And, and, and the male cows, <laughs> sorry, this is where, where um, Fabian is coming. As, as ox plows the ground, they put yoke, this wooden bar, over two cows, two oxen, two cows, and they will plow the ground and push the things together. That's what yoke is. Put this wooden yoke over you, he says. To take my yoke upon you. I'm already tired and weary. And he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, he says. For I am gentle and humble in heart. You see, in those days, when they plow the ground, when they, have, they use more than one ox, when they use oxen, 
they'll usually put a strong, bigger one and a small, maybe younger one on the, uh, next to it. And, 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 and so that the younger one, a smaller one will, uh, uh, learn to, uh, uh, to learn to do these things together. And the bigger one will carry the load. He said, put the yoke upon, you put my yoke upon you because my yoke is light and easy. And he's saying, I will walk with you. I will carry your load and you go with me. As the, as they carry the load, bigger and the stronger one will bear most of the burden. The smaller one learns to work together alongside the stronger and bigger ox. He is saying, I will carry the yoke and the burden. You put the yoke and put your burden on me. I will carry the burden with you. I will teach you how to do this right. I will teach you how to find rest. I will show you true peace. Now, I want you to see something here. Now, I want you to look at this, right? Look at earlier verse, it says, I will give you rest, right? Look at next verse, it says, you will find rest for your souls. There is a rest you receive from God. There is a peace you receive from God when you ask. And there is a peace you find in God. There's a little difference. You, you, you have to hear the hear very closely. There is a peace that God will give you, the rest that God will give you as you, when you ask. There is a peace and rest that you need to find in God. God, Jesus says, I will give you rest. And then he says, you will find your rest for your souls. How? When you come and you walk with me, you put your put my yoke upon you, you walk with me, I will show you, I will guide you, I will teach you. So you will find rest and peace in your life. Amen. This is important thing to understand. There is a peace that God gives. There is a peace that we need to find in God as well. You know, I am off my, all over the place in my notes. Let me see if I can find the right place. So slow, okay. Let me move on. Okay, look at here, Philippians 4, 6, and 7. He says, be anxious for nothing. Jesus says, and the Apostle Paul writes in the letter to Philippians, be anxious for nothing, by, but, but, by, but in everything by prayer, supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. You know this verse. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension of God, your hearts and minds, Christ Jesus, when you come and ask, when you come and bring your prayers, supplication before God, He said, You will, God, He will give you the peace of God. And then you have to look at next verses and Apostle will continue on saying, Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is Lovely, whatever is the good repute. I think I, I went too far. If there's anything worthy of praise, if there's, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Dwell on these things. Then it says, verse 9, 
the things you have learned and heard and seen and, and heard and seen in me, the things you have learned, received, heard and seen in me, practice this thing. Look at the next line. And then it says, and the peace of God will be with you. There is a sense where when you come and ask, He gives you peace of peace of God. Peace. He give you God will give you peace in your life. And actually, then it's just actually I just quoted it wrong. God of peace will be with you now as you learn to walk with God, as you learn to think right, as you turn learn to walk with and trust in Him. As you dwell in his things and as you practice things that God put it before you, he says, God of peace will be with you. This is actually advancement from receiving peace of God. And now God of peace will be with you. You see what Jesus was saying? Come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For my, my yoke is easy. I am gentle, humble of heart. And he says, you will find rest for your souls. There's a rest you will receive from God and there's a rest you will find in Christ. As Jesus says. Amen? This, is in, this invitation is for all people. All people, this invitation, all people, all people, all for all. It says, all of you, we and everyone come to me. And you know, our Lord Jesus, when he called us to, called us to come, he said, come and follow me. And he called all people to come and follow him. Well, you know why? Because his point wasn't just to be calm and be healed. That point is not just to come and for us to be set free, but he was calling us that we may be those who are healed so that we can heal others. I am lost in my notes. I'm sorry. And my wife was warning me today. Yeah, you have so many things up there. Could you take some things out? I, I know where I am. Okay, where I am. Okay. Peace he wants to give us. And he wants to give us, learn, teach us how to, teach us to learn to live in peace of God, to rest in God. This is why. Because he calls us to follow him. So that we can, like Christ, yoke bearers, call others to rest, to find peace in God. It is a double call. Listen carefully. It is a double call. Not only do you come, we come and find rest in him, and he's calling us so that we, finding rest in him, we may be able to call others to find rest and peace in him. It is a double call. God calls the disciples saying, come, I will make you fishers of men. This is a calling for every Christian, every child of God. God's goal is not just to heal us and restore us, but God heals us so that we may be healers and encouragers of others. He is calling us to come. In this season when you're weary and tired and worn out and burnt out, God said, come to me, I'll give you rest. And I want you to learn to have rest in you. You'll rest by the rest of your soul so that you'll call others to find rest and peace in him as well. 
We, we are healed to heal others. Listen carefully. We are healed to heal others. We are set free from bondage so that we see others set, set free. Jesus calls, come, I will make you fish as a man. The first followers literally dropped everything and followed him. Literally everything followed him. For three years, Jesus was Jesus making them fishers of men and women, children, old people, poor and young, everyone. He's calling them to make fish to be fishers of men. They saw Jesus heal, cast out demons, proclaim the kingdom, demonstrating the kingdom of God. And then he sent them out, sends them out to carry on his call. His call to become, his call became our call. Go and make disciples of all the peoples, all the nations. He's calling us to come. Join him. Come. The question is, will you come? Will you come? So some sounds so obvious, but you find in Isaiah 30, 15, for this is what the Lord said, the Holy One of Israel has said, in repentance and rest you will be saved, in quietness and trust in your strength. The verse is not ended, actually. I took the last sentence out. I put the last sentence. Now look at the last sentence. But it says, you were not willing. God was speaking to you. The people of Israel and prophets saying that in quietness and peace you'll find your salvation, but you are not willing to come. Even though our Lord Jesus, our Lord God says, Come unto me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, I will give you rest. Not everyone comes. Not everyone comes. I do not know why not everyone comes. It's just truth. I want you to hear what our God says in Isaiah 55. One of my favorite chapters in the Bible where our church's name comes out of here. Okay, you know, in, 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 the, in the context, look at this. Hey there. This is a hastier version, message version by Eugene Peterson. Hey there, all who are thirsty, come to the water. Are you penniless? Come anyway. Buy and eat. Come, buy your drinks. Buy wine and milk. Buy, every, buy without money. Everything's free. Why do you spend your money on junk food? I do. Your hard-earned cash on cotton candy. Listen to me. And listen well. Eat only the best. Fill yourself with only the finest. Pay attention Come close now. Listen carefully to my life-giving, life-nourishing words. I want you to look at the next verse. It says, and next verse is, and God continues and says, Seek God while he is here to be found. Pray to him while he is close at hand. Let the wicked abandon their way of life. 
and the evil their way of thinking. Let them come back to God who is merciful. Come back to our God who is lavish with forgiveness. Are you weary? Are you heavy burdened? Things are a little rough? We have a Savior who is very, very kind. We have a burden-bearing God who is gentle with us, who paid the full price. He paid the full price. Therefore, He is worthy and He has all the right to help us. He has strength to help us. He is our God. He is our God. That God has come to me. I care and I will give you rest. In the book of Exodus, one of my favorite books in the Bible, almost every book in the Bible is my favorite, but one of my favorite books in the Bible, this is where you see Israel, God's people, Israelites are in Egypt in bondage many, many years. You know, in, and then you see in the book of Exodus how God raised up someone named Moses to be a savior like a type of Christ, and God will rescue these people and, and then take them out of the bondage and God takes them into the promised land. In midst of that, in chapter 2, says amazing thing God says here. I want you to see something here. Now it came about in the course of those many days and the sons of Israel groaned because of the bondage and they cried out. Their cry for help because of their bondage, ascended to God. And the Israelites in bondage, they cried out to God. And they, their cry, their mourning, ascended to heaven. It says, verse 24, So God heard their groanings. God remembered His covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And God saw the sons of Israel, and God took notice of them. God says, the Bible says, God heard their groanings. God saw their situations. God noticed their condition. When our praise, our prayers are lifted up to the only one who can help, our God, He begins to break in. He begins to break in. Here you see, I, I find in the Word of God so clearly, when our Cries are lifted up. God hears. God answers. Right? That's what you saw in Veronica's message. Our God hears our prayer. God hears. God answers our prayers. We are called to be house of prayer for everyone. Which is hope. Hope is born out of prayer. When we are able to raise our prayers Unto God, hope dawns. Hope comes. We are called to pray. Because the world we are living in is broken, hurting, lost, and in pain. I don't know about you. I am having a lot of weariness about what will happen this week. With the election happening this Tuesday, how long it will be dragged dragged out, you know, with all the counting and whatnot, I could see all media and every, everyone going crazy about who wins, who lo loses. 
in a, and I, I, you know, I don't know what, which, which will be easier, but it will be, it is a difficult season. But I remember one of the things I, this is a little bit off, but let me say something. I remember a number of years ago, I'm, number of years ago when I began to do more weddings, one of my first weddings I did was Sokchangi Hyunju's wedding. I remember we were preparing for the wedding and I, I told the couple, you know what, you do everything you can to prepare the wedding until the day before. On the day, you enjoy yourself. Whatever happens, happens. Okay, you do all you can until the day before. When the wedding day comes, just enjoy that day. That, that day. that day is not going to come back. You do all you can. And that when it comes, when it happens, you know, when something, okay, you drop a wedding ring or something, things that have going on, going on, all kind of things, you laugh about it. You do all you can. So this whole week, as I think about it, you do, we pray, we do all, we do all you can, you know, and you go and vote. Okay, you go and vote, okay? If you didn't vote, vote. Okay, you need to do your civic duty. I won't say who to vote. That's, that's not my job. And I will not do that. You know, I cannot, I cannot even vote. But anyway, please go and vote. Okay, please go and vote. All right? Go and vote, okay? And but anyhow, we will trust in God in the midst of all these things that God is still in control. God is still in control. Amen? It's like, literally, really, the word of God says, this is what, um, what happened? We lost the PowerPoint. We are, I'm not done yet. Okay? We, have, we lost the PowerPoint. Okay. Go back. Uh, are you tired? I, I love this translation. Look at this. Are you tired? Burn out? Burn out, on, burn out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me. And you will recover your life. I will show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me. And work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me. Be with me. Be near me. And you learn to live freely and lightly. I love that. God is inviting us to come. Invite us to come. And he will give us rest. As you come, and we, He will teach us how to live in the peace and rest that He is giving us, and we will walk in that way. Let me just talk to some of you, especially moms. I know you are really tired. You're working out of home, making sure you do all the IT work, IT support for your kids, making sure your kids do home. Just in a, in a uh, you know, all the Zoom sessions and everything, make and, act, and and then preparing all the meals, all the things. You must be tired. You must be. We have no break. Early in the morning to late at night, moms, you are tired. You are weary. What about dads? Working out of home is not easy. You know, a lot of you maybe some of you may be going back to be at a physical place to work, but working at home. No division from you know, work with the children at home running around ev- everywhere, and you are not, you, there's no freedom, there's no you know boundaries above a fudge, tiring and weary. It is difficult. Teachers, 
Oh my goodness, let me not go there. It is a tough thing, isn't it? If we are in a weary and tired season, definitely. And more than that, we are in our world is in that place. Therefore, God calls us to come. Come, draw near. I will give you rest. Not only that, we as people of God, we are called to lift up our prayers. Not only for ourselves, for those around who are weary and tired and burdened, who have no hope, to come and bring his joy, his invitation to come, to bring it to them as well. Let me appraise them, come up. I must have said it about five times already. Are you tired? Are you weary? Are you heavy burdened? Are you burnt out? Let me look at the camera and says, Are you tired? Are you weary? Are you burdened? Hear what our God says. Come. Come to me. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me. For I am gentle and humble of heart. You will find rest for your soul. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Is so come. Join me. Our hope is in him. I want to speak to all of you. I don't know where you are. I don't know where you are. I don't know where, what place you are in right now. But I know it has been a difficult season for many and many of us, if not all of us. Our God's invitation is coming. I'm so thankful for all of you for worshiping with us, especially those here in this place. And as you walk, as I walk in to worship with the people of God, I sense God's goodness. I sense God's mercy here. I long to go back to the day when you could touch people. Hold hands. We are made to hold hands. We are made to do life together. We are made to live in community. That our God is here right now. I want you to just wait upon the Lord here. Just Open your heart. Lift up your eyes to Him. The one who loved us so. The one who gave up heaven's glory. Who took on our burdens. He took on our burdens. He carried our burdens. Even to die on the cross that we may live free. We may have freedom. We may have life. We may have rest that is in God. Look to Him. He invites us to come find true rest and peace in our life. And He is a life-giving God. He is our God, our Savior, mighty to save. Who sets us free?
who gives us freedom and joy and strength those come to him he trans he transforms our lives when we draw near to him we learn to find true rest and peace in our god come this year let god touch you let god embrace you right now that all the burdens be laid down at his feet loosen he said i will carry it with you i'll carry it with you this year father we love you we honor you we give you glory you are the burden bearing god you are our god who loves us so we come by faith trusting who you are your your ability to help your strength god we draw near today have it your way in our lives we lift it up in our lives oh god we love you we surrender we give you glory in the name of our lord jesus christ we pray amen